Let us pray. Good and glorious God, we love you, we adore you, we thank you for this day, for this time of the year, for the beauty of uh, your love and your grace and your hope, for the beauty of this, this historic sanctuary, Lord, uh, the decorations that adorn it. For the lights that are showing up on the church and on, in our neighborhood, Lord, that all point to the glorious day, the glorious time of the year. So, Lord God, as we come before you this morning, I ask that you uh, speak to us the message that you have us to hear. Allow me to be your messenger. Lord God, allow the words that I speak to come from you, and let all of us that have ears hear what you have to say. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Let the children of God say amen. 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 I uh, want to start off with a, a, a story that I heard about this, this guy named Charlie Stink. Charlie Stink. Can you imagine having a name like Charlie Stink? Uh, that's got to stink. Uh, uh, <laughs> he got picked on quite a bit as a child growing up, if you can only imagine. Uh, and as he got older, his, his friends started recommending, listen, you know, you can change your name if you want to. And if you change your name, you won't be picked on as much. Uh, so Charlie, after, after a while, decided to, 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 to follow his friend's advice, and, and he went down, and he changed his name, and he went to his friends and said, hey, I changed my name. I did like you said. I don't understand what the big deal about changing my name. I don't know what the, the big difference is. And, and they said, well, what did you change your name to? He said, George, George Stink. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I believe that old Charlie uh, missed the point of having his name changed, don't you? Don't you think he, he missed the reason why he needed to change his name? Uh, but people, I, th I share that because I think people often uh, forget uh, the reason for the season. I think it's important for us to, to be reminded every year of, of why, why we do what we do. What's so important about Christmas? Why do we celebrate Advent? Why do we spend hours and hours uh, decorating the church in our home? Why do we participate in, in, in the, the Advent and the, the, the tree? Why do we go through all this? What's the big deal? What's, what's, we need to be reminded. Uh, we, we know, as good Christians, we know the reason for the season is, is Jesus, but yet we really need to be reminded of, of why that is important for us. Uh, there was a little kid named Joey uh, that, uh, that asked his mom, why, uh, why are all the houses uh, decorated? Why, why such a big deal on, 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 uh, at the church and everywhere? And the parents of little Joey said, well, uh, it, it's Jesus' birthday. That's why we get excited. And little Joey said, really? Jesus had his birthday on Christmas? How awesome is that? Because of little boys like Joey and big boys like us and boys and girls like us, uh, we need to be reminded uh, that Jesus is the reason for the season, that Jesus brought light into this world, that, that Jesus brings the hope uh, of, of the light and darkness. He, he brings, he brings to, brought us something and he continues to bring something to us. So to help us get to the real point of the Advent season, uh, this season we're going to be on a journey of a, of a series of sermons I entitled um, All About the Baby. All, what about the baby? What about the baby? 
uh, what about and I'm going to be looking at uh, the prophet uh, Isaiah uh, scripture lessons of messages from the prophet Isaiah uh, Isaiah was a prophet of judgment but also a prophet of hope I'm going to look at things that Isaiah said about the coming Christ and I'm going to be putting that into perspective of 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 uh, of, of, of what difference Isaiah envisioned that Christ the Messiah would come what difference Christ would would make in the world and then for us being living in hindsight of, of, of now uh, what difference is made for us um, so and we, we really need to realize something that the Advent is is really a twofold celebration not only are we celebrating the birth of Christ, we, we also, and, and we as good Methodists, we don't really focus on it much, but we, we, it's, it's just the coming of Christ as well. We celebrate that, that Christ came into this world to bring light into this world, to, to bring joy and ho- happiness and peace, to, to bring God's presence open to all peoples, not just to, to the Israelites, to just God's chosen few, but to all people. But Jesus said that I will come again. Jesus promised a second coming. And, and at that moment, when Jesus' second coming comes, the fullness of God will be realized in all hearts. In all hearts. See, today our, our emphasis uh, is, is on that hope and that light that comes from, from knowing Christ. And I want us to look at, um, in our scripture passage, I'm going to start with, he will judge uh, verse 4. If you can skip to verse 4. Um, but I want us to focus on this. He said, it says, He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for, uh, for, uh, for many nations, for many peoples. Now, Isaiah is talking about the coming Messiah. He will, he will judge between nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares. They will destroy their swords. They're not going to need their swords anymore. Down and, and use for good items. Nation will not take up sword against nation nor will they train for war anymore. There will be peace on earth. And the next line. Come, descendants of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. There will be peace on earth. But the, 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 there will be this light that comes into this world that, that we, would, we, will be, we will walk in the light of the Messiah that is to come. Come, O house of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Isaiah spoke of this, this peace, this no need for war, and this, this light that will come. And nearly 800 years after that was, was the time of, uh, of Isaiah, was the time of Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul said this, The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber. Wake up, people, wake up! Because our salvation is nearer now than it was when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Do you hear this common theme of light and darkness? Isaiah spoke of it. Paul, who experienced uh, the living Christ, was able to look back and, and, and say, the light has come. We need to recognize not only has it come, but will come again in fullness. See, I think there's, if there's one thing that I, I really enjoy about the Christmas season is, is, is the lights. Uh, last year and this year, I'm, there's so many compliments from, from people saying how, how wonderful it is to see the church lit up with the Christmas lights. 
Uh, last night, uh, I had somebody tell me this morning that they were driving by downtown seeing if there were any Christmas lights around on the, on the square. And they said it was completely dark everywhere they drove except the church's lights were on. And it shone brightly. However, the timers aren't all working accurately at this time, so they'll get better. Uh, we're not perfect, okay? But we were, the, the light was shining bright, and we were, we were the light on the hill for the world to see that this is the reason for the season. And hearing that just filled my heart. Now, I, I like to go big uh, for holidays, especially for Christmas. Decorating, lights. My home, I've been working for a month now. Every moment, every free moment I have to, to decorate my house and put lights up outside. And, and, and I'm not finished yet. And, and I've, I've, got, I've got a lot to do inside. And we have uh, lots of parties coming over to our house. So it's going to be very busy. But, but I love to go big, hog wild outside to make sure there's plenty of lights. And I want it to be beautiful and represent exactly the joy of the season, the joy of my heart for this Christmas season. Why, why do I do this? Why, do, why am I so big on the lights on, on Christmas? Well, because we shouldn't understand what it means when, when he said, let's walk in the light of the Lord. We should remember what Paul says, that we should, we should put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor, the armor of light, the light that protects us. See, what Paul meant when he wrote, the night is nearly over, the day is almost here, so let's put aside the deeds of darkness and walk to the armor of light, that the, the light is there. I, I, we went to uh, the light park in spring uh, on Friday night, and, and I don't know if you've ever been to uh, a driving light uh, park, how it's just brightly, it just lights up, the uh, night becomes day almost, it's so brightly, uh, brightly shines. I, I remember growing up in Lufkin, uh, there was this uh, neighborhood, Inglewood, a neighborhood that, that everybody, when I was younger, everybody on the, in that neighborhood, everybody uh, put up lights on their house. And, and there would be uh, cars lined up for miles and miles and miles wanting to see the lights of, of Christmas. And it just, I remember driving through and the joy in my heart of, of seeing so many people decorate because, uh, because of Christmas. I was outside putting up lights uh, and, and I can't tell you how many walkers that walked by my house and they would stop by and, and say thank you thank you for doing this it just every time I walk by uh, it just makes me smile every time we drive by I even bring my grandchildren by to, to see the lights that you have on the house and around the neighborhood because it just, it just brings joy to our heart yes glory to God now, 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 contrast the, 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 the beauty of the joy of, of lights, contrast that, that uh, to darkness. Have you ever gone into a cave uh, and experienced darkness? I want to take you back uh, on, on a night in uh, May, of, May 5th of 1942, during the, the height of the uh, 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 World War II. Uh, Nazis were going around slaughtering Jews all over Europe. On the night of May 5th, 1942, there was a band of Ukrainian Jews uh, that, that uh, went 
that decided to hide from the Nazis and to go underground and to live in a cave. There was 38 individuals ranging from the age of a toddler to a 75-year-old woman uh, that, that, that created a home uh, in a cave. Now, they had no advanced equipment. They only had a, a, just a few lanterns. They had uh, cooking pots, and they had firewood and, and, and food. And for nearly a year, 344 days, none of them saw the light of day. Can you imagine what that does to your psyche? Can you imagine the cold, damp, dark cave living there for nearly a year? Not only living there in, in a cave in the darkness, but also fearful that the Nazis would find you. So you're not going out in the day. A, a few men would, would, would brave go, sneaking out at nighttime to, to gather supplies. Not during the day but at night. So for 344 days, they never saw the light of day. Uh, finally, on April the 12th, 1943, they received the good news that the, Nazi, uh, the Nazis were retreating and the cave dwellers were, were uh, able to, to leave the underground and return to the light of day. Now, you spent 344 days in a cave. When you hear the news that you get to go out into the sunlight, what is, what is your feeling? What, what that, 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 that the threat of life is now, the threat of death is gone, and you get to come out and live your life above ground again? I, I can't imagine. See, Isaiah speaks to something like this when he says, Isaiah 9, 2, uh, he writes, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. What Isaiah is speaking about is this, this anticipation, this excitement that, that, listen, folks, the light is coming. The light is here. The light is, is, of the world is here. The Messiah is coming. Now, have you ever been to Underground Cavern? Have you ever been, if you know what I'm talking about, I've been on a few, a few of the tours, and, and usually they take you to the deepest part, and they, they, they turn out the light. And when they turn out the light, you can feel the darkness around you. Your eyes begin to just try to search for any light possible because it's, the darkness is so heavy. You, you're so isolated. You're so alone. pretty heavy and you don't have a light i grew up uh, uh on a farm way out of lufkin out uh, uh far from city lights and uh i would travel the woods my my cousins lived uh about a half a mile one way and my brother lived a uh, quarter mile of a different way uh and and it's through the woods and i traveled that 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 path all the time but there's, there's a, it was a different of traveling that path in the daytime and the nighttime. You know what I mean? They're just different. I would have the strongest light possible. That light brought me uh, safety and security because I would, I would be shining it around me all the time. I mean, I would walk that path. I'm never scared of anything. But yet when, when it was nighttime and had a flashlight, 
I was thankful for that light because it, it took away my fear because, uh, you know, who knew what was behind me? Boogeyman, uh, Bigfoot, you know, Bigfoot out there somewhere, I'm sure, because uh, I, I heard him. You know, you hear all sorts of things when you're walking around at night. And I remember, I remember uh, on, 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 on a, a, a New Year's Eve, uh, my cousins were throwing a party. Uh, my dad uh, was to get home about 11.30 from uh, working shift work, uh, but uh, he was going home, and my mom stayed home to wait for him, and I was at my cousin's to celebrate New Year's. We popped fireworks, had a great time, a lot of fun. Um, so as New Year's approached, as midnight approached, I, I longed to be with my parents. I, I couldn't see bringing in the New Year with my cousins. I wanted to be with my mom and dad when the New Year came about. It was important to me. So I decided to make that trek from my uh, cousins to my uh, uh, mom and dad's, 11.45 at night. I was all right. I've done it many times. Yeah, it would be scary, but I'm tough. I have a flashlight. I'll be all right. I started walking that night home, and I could hear fireworks going off way in the distance, and I could hear all sorts of things as I was shining my flashlight. And then I heard something, I heard Bigfoot behind me, heard something behind me, uh, uh, probably a cow, horse, I don't know. I heard something behind me, and it was just, it was a big hairy monster. So I started running. I said, hey, no, I'm, I'm, I really need to make it home to make sure I'm not late getting to my parents' house. So I ran, I started running as quickly as I could. And as I was running, the, the flashlight, uh, the batteries fell out of the flashlight. And this sl uh, the batteries just slung. Uh, and, 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 and I remember uh, getting down on all four and started looking for the batteries and the lamp and everything else and then finding a stick, you know, uh, and thinking, you know, maybe this isn't the smartest thing to, to, to be feeling around at the nighttime uh, looking for something. So I stood up and I remember trying to get my bearings straight, not being able to see, and then that way and started feeling for trees and not making sure I don't hit anything. And, 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 and I remember walking and, and just how alone I felt, how scared, how isolated, how I was in defense mode. I was, I was ready, whatever was coming behind me, to defend myself at all times because it was me against the world at that moment because I was all by myself. And I remember just through the trees, I could see the light of my home very faint but I had hope I got chill bumps I got I have hope now I may just make it you know I may make it out of these woods alive so I started as quickly as I could making it running as much as I could toward that light because that light I was able to see trees whether or not I was going to hit a tree or not but that light gave me hope because I knew that my parents were there and waiting for me I knew there was comfort and heat and, and more light uh, in my house. So I got more and more excited the closer I got. See, as, as, as potent of an image and real image of sin is darkness, it, it, it's the same as, as how God's love and God's hope and God's peace, uh, Jesus Christ the light of the world there's something when you contrast the two uh, pe people uh, 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 when it's dark um, people do things they normally wouldn't do in the light light 
Because when it's dark, you, again, you're isolated. You're by yourself. You, no one's watching you. You also feel, you also, boogeymans are all around you. There's fear starts raging in you. But in the daytime, you can see around you. You know that there aren't any boogeymans around. You, you're around, you can see people's, people's faces, and, and you can see their joy and their happiness, and you share in their joy and their happiness, and you can, you can, uh, they can help you, you can help them. There's, there's a sense of community and, and love when you see the light that isn't there, that isn't there when, when, when you're in darkness. So just as darkness symbol, uh, is, is, is great to understand sin, light is, is, is a beautiful way to understand God's grace and God's love. You know, one of the most uh, significant, beautiful moments of a Christmas Eve service for me is, uh, is the candlelight part. It's when it gets as dark as you can get it in the sanctuary. The only light that you can see in the sanctuary is the light of the Christ candles and the light of the Advent candles. So it's really dark. And then the light, Christ's light, is passed between individual to individual, and slowly I can see your faces. And it's beautiful because at that moment, I, every image I have of that moment, there's, there's peace there's joy as your face begins to glow from the light your spirit begins to glow and then I think and I see I see you begin looking around at other people and you start wow and that peace and that joy is shared among all of you and it's a beautiful moment to see your faces light up with peace and joy and hope then at the very conclusion, we, we, sing, we sing Silent Night, and we raise it up, and we sing the last verse of Silent Night, and then the whole room is filled. It's a beautiful, peaceful moment. See, walking in the light means walking in the fellowship of God and with one another, that we're not alone in this world. And that's what we need to, to see Walking in the light summons a community with God and with one another. We live in a broken and conflicted world. Some of the most cherished uh, uh, traditions are often uh, 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 sources of conflict. Uh, I read recently that uh, uh, um, um, Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, had there were people that got offended because the courthouse had red and green lights on it uh, because the red and green holiday and not just a uh, 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 Christmas and not just a holiday season so how how insane is that um, and then uh, the, 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 thankfully the city council uh, dismissed it and they were you know, at the time, I don't know now, but at the time they were uh, allowed to put green and yellow lights on the courthouse. Uh, see, I doubt if many of us really uh, would think that Christmas lights being too religious. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I, I see a lot of uh, what I would call pagans that put on their house uh, to, to, for, to outdo their neighbor, or I don't know, to, it's just for ridiculous reasons. I, so I find it hard to think that Christmas lights would be offensive to people. 
but for me, it, it, it's a symbol of the, the beauty of, of, of God's love coming into this world. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. And that's what the Gospel of John wrote. It's true. Light is more powerful than the darkness. Love is more powerful than hate. And faith is more powerful than fear. I mean, think about it. The month of December, uh, we have the, the, the days grow shorter, the nights grow longer. And the month of December is when we put our Christmas lights out. We are affirming, we are affirming that uh, the light of Christ comes into this world. We're affirming the positive values of peace and joy and love and hope. We, we are that, you know, it, it's that light when I was in the middle of the woods and I lost my batteries and I finally got to see my home. That little light, shining hope. As people of the light, our job is to make sure that the light of Christ shines ever more brightly in the world around us. So how do we do that? How do we do that? By continuing to walk in the light ourselves, by, by living our lives as, as Christ would want us to, by, by, by continuing to learn about who this Jesus is, by, by, really, by, by continuing to learn how relevant God is in our lives. By, by continuing to grow in our understanding of who God is and God's love for us. That, that, that we're, we're not, never going to be perfect, so we can't expect to be perfect, but we should be growing in love toward one another, as, as John Wesley said. That we should be on a, on a journey, that, that life isn't about this great conversion that happens us to accepting Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's only the beginning. It, 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 it's a journey to love and to care and to grow in understanding of who God is. But I'm scared that we live in a world where God is no longer relevant, that we need to step up as children of God to, to recognize how relevant God is. But the problem is, is that so many of us challenge ourselves to try to reason just who God is, which is fine. Because that, in my mind, at least you could see the light. At least if you're in the darkness and you, and you can see the light in front of you, you know there is a light. There are people in this world where they are just filled with darkness. And if you could see the light, we should be hollering, we should be yelling, we should be sharing. Listen, for me it may be a long ways off, but you know, I see the light. Why don't you come with me and let's try to get there together. Some of you may be living in the house and may be on the front door and saying, I am on the front porch of the house. I see light on around me. We don't need to be just, uh, it's not just to be uh, eat, drink, and be merry for us. We need to be shining our light to make it brighter for those that are, are lost in the woods to, to recognize the light of Christ shining. There was a story going around on the internet, maybe you've seen it, about... Um, Little Sally is, uh, uh, in her church was asked to be uh, a role in, in the pageant. And, and she went home and told her parents that she had uh, the main character in, in, in the, the children's pageant. And mom and dad said, oh, really? She said, yeah, it's a story of uh, 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 the nativity of Jesus being born. And they were like, so, uh, so what's your role? And she refused to tell them what her role. She said, but it's the main role. I got the main part. So uh, she never, mom and dad never found out what she was. She just 
went to practices and then it came time for the pageant she, they, mom and dad sat out there and as, as they were sitting in the congregation they could see the they could see the the shepherds they could see the uh, magi they could see mary and joseph sitting over in the corner they could see the, the kids up on the platform but they couldn't and then they found their daughter sally but she was just sitting there not in any uh, major role so they were like she said she was one of the main character main she was the main character main role in the the show so they were really curious about whoa all of a sudden the 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 the, the narrator began the you know a long time ago mary and joseph uh, had a baby and his name was jesus and of course mary and joseph with a baby doll comes to the forefront and stands there and then when jesus was born a bright star appeared uh, over the stable and that's when little Sally grabbed her aluminum foil star and raised it up and began jumping up and down and danced all the way over to get in between Joseph and Mary and stand right above the baby. And she was just wiggling and, and she was just glowing as bright as her star. Then it came time that the narrator began to share about the, the shepherds who were watching the sheep flock by night. And they followed the star to the baby. So little Sally ran over there in front of the shepherds and began to jump up and down and waving her star and, and led the, the, the shepherds to the baby. And she stood there just shaking and just couldn't stand still. And then, then the narrator said, and the magi began traveling and they followed the star to the baby. And Sally went over there to the magi and started waving in front of the magi and they followed little Sally holding her star up to the baby. The whole time, I mean, she never sat still. She was so excited the whole time. After the play was over, uh, they had refreshments. And uh, on the way home, Jan, uh, uh, little Sally said, uh, there's this, this great sense of joy in her heart. She said, I had the main part. Her mom said, you did? Kind of still trying to figure her out. She said, yes, because I showed everybody the way to find Jesus. See, that's ultimately what it means to, to walk in the light. That, that's what Isaiah was, was sharing. That's what the Apostle Paul was saying. That's what the Gospel of John, that's what, that's what it means. That we as, as children of the living God, as children of the light, to reflect God's love to the world around us that is broken, that is in darkness. Darkness cannot overcome light. Light overcomes darkness. So may we shine shine with the love of Christ within us. May we be the children God created us to be. May we find our role in God's story. May our character be the star that helps people find their way to Christ. Help people understand that God remains relevant today if we simply put our faith and our trust in him let us pray good and gracious god we love you we thank you for this season we thank you for uh the lights the lights that uh, are slowly getting put up around town and the lights that shines within us lord let us not reason uh come up with reasons not to shine Help us to recognize that uh, wherever we may be in this walk of life, that there are people that are needing 
to feel you and to see you and to sense you. Help us to, to be instruments of hope, Lord God, to point them to you. That, 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 that in a world filled with darkness, Lord God, there is a light that is shining. Lord God, may we, may we just be completely engulfed with your light. Holy Spirit, come. Shine your light upon us that others may see you through us this Christmas season. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Let the children of God say amen.